What up, mofos? This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens, Almond Cow, and Drew Coffee. Uh, more on the first two brands later in the show, but with Drew Coffee, guys, get 30% off your first bag with code ADULTING at checkout. More to come, but until then, as always, enjoy the show. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need all your fire, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or probably in school or got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. Are you joking me? <laughs> and I'm Andrew, the father, and that's a text message. <laughs> this is the second time we've started the show because you, I said, put your phone on Do Not Disturb. I thought I did it. Oh, I didn't do the second part. I am All learning right. so much more and more about you and like technology. Yeah, I'm stellar at it. No, you are, you're like, you remind me of like a parent, like my parent. Why? Is just it, a little behind the gun. Just a little flighty with a it? A little, not flighty, just there's some things not that I'm, with it. There's, there are some pieces of technology that I'm really good at. Okay? What? Uh, spreadsheets? Spreadsheets. That's it. That's also kind of like... It's necessary. It, it, it is necessary. It is necessary. But I'm saying like spreadsheets are what, again, like what my, my parents were good at too. Maybe not so much my mom, but I'm sure my Which dad one? was. <laughs> I'm sure my dad was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, that's fair. Anyways, um, welcome to the show, you guys. God, it feels good to come out of a good new rap. It do. It do. It do feel great. Yeah. I can't mm. believe that's you. Like, I'm looking at you and I'm like, are you really as cool as, as your words rap words of Lil is? Wayne, best rapper alive. Okay. Um, welcome to the show, you guys. We've got wins and fails. We've got a lot to update you guys on. And we have some of your emails at the end of the show. And some big news coming to you soon this week on the gram. Kelly did a little research and got us a phone number um, so that you guys can call in and ask questions or my idea is that you guys will also share some wins and fails of your own, something light and silly and crazy or not. And, and we'll just keep it real. Sick. I love it. Okay. Do you have a win and a fail or do you want me to hit you? No, I, uh, I do. Go I do. It. I do have both. Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to go win first then fail because they just make sense in this order. But the win is went away for the weekend. Uh, it was a boys weekend. I took geo and went and hung out with, uh, several of my buddies from back home who I've known forever at this point. Um, we're all grown up kind of, and we have kids. So we took our boys for just a dude's weekend and it was lit, dude. It was, it was lit, baby. <laughs> give me, give me an but example. But the actual, an example, um, what makes it lit? Yeah. Like are you guys just raging or? No, like the boys, the, you know, the boys, the guys, we, we stayed up late after the kids, we put the kids down. So it's like real adulting stuff, put the kids down 
And then like we all made our way back upstairs after we all did our things for a second. And we just sat and chat and drank for like a few hours. Like I, the first night I stayed up to like one, one thirty. Whoa. The second night would have been the same thing, but Gio started screaming at like 1130. So I had to go down and take care of him. I don't recommend staying up till one thirty anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you're 33 and you've got a child and he's going to wake you up at six the next day. Anyways, not a good idea to stay up that late and drink and stuff, but, but I did it. It was fun. It was fun. And that's you the lived. win. Uh, a more specific win is like geo is crushing car rides now. Yes. Crushing. And, and the reason this is a win is because, um, I'm, I'm sure of like, if you've been listening, you remember our journey when he was zero to one, there was a time where like we could not put him in the car. He, he would literally scream at you the entire way. And we would go like, we weren't going for long drives, but say 30 to 60 minutes max of like just getting yelled at by yep. a little mini human, right? It was miserable. But anyways, long story short, fast forward, he's killing it now. It was like a little over four hours each way. He barely slept and like he's doing phenomenal. He sits in the back and he just asks for snacks and like <laughs> maybe he wants to watch some Justin Bieber on my phone on YouTube and we like talk back and forth. Like it's just the <laughs> fucking most chill thing in the world. It's awesome. <laughs> so that's the win. The fail is, uh, we had this great weekend. We came home yesterday and we got home and like, he was a completely different person. Once we got home, like so much attitude, so much crying, so much screaming, and I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the fail is like, it's, it's challenging, but I, I just can't quite understand it. And for people who have kids that are older, maybe you can help me out. And, and, and maybe it's just as simple as like, he's, he's one coming up on two. Like that's, that's just what you get, you know? But it was like, it was just frustrating because we went from having such an awesome time and being so chill together to, like just a madman for the, the, I don't know, four or five, six hours that he was awake once we got home. I just, I don't get it. And it's hard. It's, it's more than hard because it's hard for him. It's hard for you. And then it's hard for us. Yeah. Um, so I'll hit you with my, um, my win was having that time to myself while the boys are gone. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) The first day is weird because I'm not used to all the quiet and I'm, I miss the company, you know? Um, and I'm not the kind of person to be like, Oh cool. Like let me load my schedule up and hang out with people or go, go grab dinner with a girlfriend or whatever. Reality was, is that like I could have Naomi was scheduled to come on Friday night and I told her, don't worry about it because I was so exhausted. And I told myself like, this is one of those rare moments where it is quiet and I can like rest or do something for myself. So instead I worked out and I went, not necessarily went to bed early, but I at least laid in bed early, which was really nice. Um, so that was, that was my win was just that time to myself. Like I did things I would never do. First of all, I got long ass hair. I'm rocking like Rapunzel locks right now. Yeah, okay? looks good. Shout out to Nikki at 901. And then I did things like tanned my body with like tanning lotion. I would never take the time that's to like, even apply lotion. That's like lotion. really going for it. <laughs> it's like, that's like... That's when you know you have time at your leisure. Like, yes. I'm just going to tan myself here. Yes. I tanned my body. I did my whole <laughs> tutorial on how to use a facial razor. Um, got that out of the way. Did a nice moisturizer. Um, and, and just literally would lay in bed at like 839 
each night. That's living. It was that is fantastic. Living, baby. Um, the other win is that I don't know about you, but when you're gone, I have like a totally different like longing for you. And it's I'm just better not here. You're way better not here. Is yeah, that bad? That's interesting. I kind of want to look into this more because <clears throat> my fail is when you got home, it wasn't what I like made it out to be in my we head. Had, we had a little riff tiff for a second. Yeah. It was partially because I, uh, although it was a great weekend, it's tiring. It's tiring one-on-one with him. And by the time we got home, I was exhausted. And then he was just a different little dude and screaming at me and then screaming, screaming at us. And it was stressful. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Like those are just stressful situations, you know, like everything inside your brain, your body's just like, whoa, dude, like just first of all, check yourself bring it down a notch and then it, it just makes things harder between us. So yeah, we had a little riff tiff. It's just what it was. I'll let yeah. you continue. I think I just jumped in there. No, no, no. I'm, I, I didn't enjoy it and it was a bummer because again, like I feel, I feel guilty for doing this because I know better, but I, I tend to <laughs> feel one way, right? Like I have these yeah. expectations and then when I see you and like they're not met or we do have a riff tiff. Yeah, I just made that word up. It's a way. real bummer because yeah. it takes you. Can from- I share what the what the little thing was? Sure. It's, kinda, it's funny now. I'm glad you think it's funny. <laughs> it wasn't in the moment. So he's screaming at us. Like I said, it's stressful. And uh, there was there was a moment where he was going and, and I've learned to just what works for me is is not letting him go on and on and on. I pick him up. And I start walking him. I, I take him out of the environment and bring him into a new environment. And we start walking. I think that that in, in a way is it's peaceful. And then I just talk to him like he's another adult. Like, what's going on, man? Tell me. Tell me what's wrong. Yada, yada. But we just walk until like he's just chill. And then eventually we come back. And so we did that one time. And we came back. And like literally within minutes, he was going again for another reason. Just screaming and screaming and screaming. And we have a small house in our living space, which is like where our living room kitchen is like, it's pretty tight. And, and like when the four of us are in there, it's so loud and it's stressful. And then Ivory's in there and I just feel like it's unfair for her because she can't just pick up and go somewhere else, you know? And to me, it's like not a good example for her. And then I just think like, can't make her feel good. Cause she's like, what is this sound and why, you know? And at this point I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm just like, you went and grabbed him. I said, can you just, can you just take him out of here and take him somewhere else? And you turned around and you looked at me and you said, why don't you go somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa, dude, I just, I just did this. I just showed you it worked. Like just walk him somewhere else and he'll chill out. And you were like, why don't you go somewhere else? I said, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and you didn't, and that pissed me off too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Too. So my angle for that is that I don't like being told what to do. Number one, I don't think anyone does, but I especially don't like being told what to do from you. And second of all, it's like I'm also in the thick of this, getting screamed at viciously in the air, and I'm trying to rectify the situation any way that I can in the moment. And here you are acting like you're, you know, 
nanny joe <laughs> shout out nanny joe <laughs> like sitting on the couch looking at me like why don't you do you didn't even say that you were like take him out of the environment or whatever and I'm no like, i did not say it like that. how did you say it then i said could you take him somewhere else well i couldn't hear anything because i had him uh, screaming in my ear holes so yeah. look it didn't I, end well. I, I i get it it's first of all like in a stressful situation like you don't want to hear anything from anybody else like i, I get it it's fine i just think it's funny now wasn't funny yesterday because I was like, oh my God, here we go again. And what's crazy is that like, I don't know if you went here, but I got so heated in that moment because again, it's stressful and it made me think of, God, I could go on and on right now, but it made me think of my parents and having Mario, my brother Mm. at a young age. And like, I remember feeling like they were in over their heads and this was more than they could handle and nobody really understood how to handle. So my brother just was like going through it. Right. You know, he wasn't always the easiest kid at times. And he was a boy who probably needed, um, just a different style of parenting needed some more, um, activities or something to keep him busier. He was just a more active kid that like had a lot of feelings and long story short, it was really hard on my parents' marriage. Um, and it's still, it's still a factor in, in each of their lives individually and they're not married anymore, but it made me think about it last night and it made me worry about how, um, if this isn't something that we are on the same page with that it could add a lot of stress. I thought we were on the same page. I thought the page was just like, pick them up and take them somewhere else. Yeah. No, what you wanted me to be is on your page. Yeah. It's it's a good page. I think it's the right page for this situation. Listen, in hindsight, you just want whatever works. And I, 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 you're right. Like I, I should have probably just like took the advice and tried it and not reacted the way that I did. But again, like we are different people and he is so different with each of us. He Mm -hmm. works me harder than he works you. Like he knows he has more freedom and he's a little more like, I don't know, just whiny and needy. Um, probably because I've catered to him more and I've just been more hands on, but no, this is, this is something that I also care to get ahead of. And I don't want this to be like an ongoing thing. It's just trial and error. Yeah, for sure. Look, I get it. I just know, like we keep saying stressful, but those, that's all you can explain those moments to be. Yeah. And I know it's like the last thing you want to do is like hear anything from your partner. That's not, like 101% supportive. Mm-hmm. Right? I get it. I just think it's funny now because that, that sort of response is like, <laughs> why don't you go somewhere else? <laughs> I meant it. <laughs> but I came around fairly quick. That should be the title of this episode. What? Why don't you go somewhere else? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk about something um, that I also did over the weekend. Let's do it. So a lot of our listeners seem to really love the episode when we dove into sex and sexual wellness. Mm. Um, so when we come back, I want to talk to you about something that I did. Okay. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. This episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is sponsored by Almond Cow. Oh, we love Almond Cow. Um, Before you start to panic, though, okay, there are no cows or animals involved in the Almond Cow. Frankly, it's quite the opposite. The Almond Cow is a plant-based milk maker that will allow you to make any nut, seed, or grain within reach into plant-based milk in moments. 
You can make up to five to six cups of fresh milk in the touch of a button. I'm not even kidding you. Um, there's no straining involved. There's no mess. It's it's totally zero waste. It is something that we use on the daily. You've probably seen it on our stories before. We're just, we're so excited to have them sponsor so the show. So excited. And besides all that, what do we love about the Almond Cow? First of all, it's an easy way to make nut milk. You'll have fresh almond milk in under a minute, and it only requires two ingredients, water and nuts. So easy. Also, every almond cow prevents at least 500 plastic cartons from ever entering landfills and the ocean. And it's versatile, which is also really cool. Not only can you make any type of nut milk, you can also use it to make lemonade, lattes, cocktails. Yes. And you can use the leftover pulp for like baking. It's it's super nutrient rich. It's zero waste. And it's also really good if you just eat it on its own. 100%. So listen, if you're trying to adopt some zero waste practices and learn to make nut milk in a way that's quick, easy, and delicious, the almond cow should be your next piece of kitchen equipment. And I'm not just saying this, like I absolutely believe everybody needs to have one of these. We are advocates of almond cows in our our real life. We've turned so many people onto this glorious machine. Um, And we've had one for years, like before it was like even cool. It makes my favorite milk. Like there's there's milks that we buy that I like, uh, Eh. but nothing compares to like a fresh cashew milk that I make at home. Andrew's fresh cashew milk that he makes for Andrew's flat white at home. It's the best. It's the bomb. Y'all need one. (laughs) And let me just add this. When you make this milk, it has this like automatic froth. Like, you know, when you get a coffee or when you have one of Andrew's coffee, it's so frothy and so light. And it's you guys just, okay. Our listeners of the show. All right. Almond Cow is offering you guys $15 off your Almond Cow. So go get one. Enter code ADULTING at checkout and you can get $15 off. The Almond Cow will ship worldwide and you can buy yours at almondcow.co. That's almondcow.co. Almond like the nut and cow like the beautiful animal dot co. Now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay. (laughs) So... Um, when I have time to myself, I really enjoy listening to podcasts. It's totally my Zen time. I get a lot done. Um, and I stumbled on a new podcast that I really enjoy. So I want to give a solid shout out. It's called sex with Emily and it is, um, I only listened to like three episodes, but really beneficial, like really cool to hear her perspective. She's I guess a sex educator and sex positive and um she in so many of her chats What's with these sex positive just someone who's comfortable talking about it okay yeah okay. like no shame no guilt no gotcha. judgment gotcha um so one of the things that she would always circle back to when she was talking to a person or a couple or whoever she was counseling, you know, on the, on the call, um, is this yes, no, maybe list. Okay. Mm, <laughs> Share more. Okay. So she has a yes, no, maybe list on her website and I have not looked at it, but I did, I did <laughs> drop my email and get it sent to me. I was going to print it out last night and have us both sit on the couch and take that downtime after the kids go down to fill it out. Mm. But that didn't go that way because we had to both wind down from, you know, the hell that we were put through in a short period of time. 
So I figured, why not? We you want to do it right now? I just think we take a quick glance at it. I'll take a glance. A gander. Okay, wait. Do you have your phone on you? Uh, yeah. Okay, give me your phone because I'm going to share your reaction as you read them. I have not read any of these, okay? All right. Go ahead. Take a gander. I am filming you. And share whatever you think as you read along. Okay, so this is a yes, no, maybe for uh, what I presume to be sexual activity. The first one is masturbating in front of your partner. Yes, no, maybe. Go for it. Maybe. Maybe? Having a partner masturbate in front of with me. Maybe. Mutual masturbation. Each other. Uh, yep. Having a partner touch me without asking. Yep. Touching a partner without asking. Maybe. Touching a partner affectionately in public. Yes, and maybe. Oh, gosh. That's not one you're good at, though. Being touched affectionately in public? Yeah. Touching a partner sexually in public? No. Being touched sexually uh, sexually in public? No. Direct eye contact? Yes. Giving hickeys? This point in life? No. <laughs> Getting hickeys? No. <laughs> tickling? Doing the tickling? Uh, yep. Tickle Geo all the time. Oh, God. Don't bring Geo into this. Tickling? Being tickled? Uh, Do you like being tickled? No. I mean, it makes me laugh, but no, I don't like it. What about in certain places? Uh, Like where? <laughs> Continue. Okay, that's a maybe. Wrestling, play fighting? Yeah, why not? During sex? I don't know if it has to be during no, sex. No, this is all pertaining to sex. I just want to know where you're at. But I don't think it's like all during sex. Oh, okay, you're not okay. Maybe being it's just affectionate like... in public during sex, you know? Okay, okay, gotcha. Uh, sensual massage giving. Yeah. Sensual massage receiving. Yes. <laughs> Manual sex. Hands, fingers, receiving. <laughs> Your face. Uh, yeah. Manual sex, hands, fingers, giving. Why not? Uh, How man- long is this list? It's really long, dude. Oh, oh my whoa, gosh. Whoa, whoa. Wait, does it get cray towards the end? That's my no, guess. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, here's a page. Yeah. Face slapping. No. Can I I share a story? No. Uh, What? Can I share a story? I don't know if you even remember this. Did you slap me? No. (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm going to die. Okay, do you remember? Okay, we're done with this list. Share your story. Do you remember? (laughs) I don't remember where or when. It was a while ago, though. We were... Do you intimate. still have to film me? Oh, sorry. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> we were intimate, and and I could have sworn that you said. <laughs> I could have sworn that you said, <laughs> lick my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm crying. Did you do it? I absolutely did. <laughs> like a freaking dog. <laughs> I'm dead. I've never talked about it with you, actually. I just thought that. (laughs) You guys, she is so red. I thought that you had made that request. 
Oh, no doubt. That's a pretty normal request. <laughs> no, I'm not even putting judgment on it. Um, for all we know, that could be a very normal request. Just like, just go at the side of the face and just give it a good like lick down. Mm-hmm. For sure, it could mm-hmm. be a thing. But like, obviously, my first time and <laughs> thought that it was not your a thing. fave. <laughs> <laughs> and I was serving it to you straight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? Were Tell you, me you remember like, this. In your head, did it prompt any thoughts like which cheek? Which cheek do I go for? <laughs> no, I just took action. All right. <laughs> I made an executive decision and yeah, said, don't do that that's again, okay? right. Here we go. Oh, you guys. So, oh, coming back to the podcast, um, first of all, we should see if maybe she would come on the show. Um, she just prompts a lot of interesting conversations. Who, and, Emily? Yeah. Okay, because this list is not from Emily. Oh, oh This oh. list is from... No, 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 no. Diana Oh, Sadat. gosh. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, okay, I ordered hers, but it said, check your... Oh, here it is. Yes, no, maybe list is here in the email. And then I couldn't find it in my email, so I just looked online for one that was, I thought, similar, like a mm, knockoff. I got you. I was trying to get the knockoff. Oh, no, here's hers. That's still too many things. Well, hers is very different. It hits you right there. The first one, it goes in alphabetical order. So it goes <laughs> anal sex. Yes, no, maybe. It, what's anal rimming? Rimming? Okay, I got it in my head. I think I, I, all right. So, you know, if you're interested in that list, it's there. Apparently she has a lot of other tools that she refers to on the show, but I did a lot of like, you know, listening and just, yeah, it was, it was an interesting time. Nice. What were your takeaways? Well, my takeaways were um, in order to have a good sex life, um, which in turn gives you a much better, more balanced relationship, you have to have super, super solid, clear communication. What? Yes. What? Because what I realized was, you know, these people calling in, a lot of them were actually in a good position in the relationship because they obviously are comfortable enough to call in and share their, you know, their issues or their feelings. So a lot of them start off with like, we've already talked about this and we're already very much, you know, on the same page with this and that, but I just thought I would ask you blah, blah, blah. So what I learned was. That's super adult stuff, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding because there were people that basically have, you take two people, right? They they both have very different needs, probably different desires. And then you have to find a way to mesh those two worlds. And it's not always the easiest because, again, like we're very different. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of like the conversations I had listened to, but... Yeah, I, I can go on and it on. makes sense to me. I mean, that's why the communication bit is so important. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you, you're you, I'm me. Like, this is what I like. This is a no for me. This is a yes for me. Mm-hmm. And then you share the same stuff and boom, that's how yeah. you mesh a little bit better. Yeah. There was an interesting conversation and there's actually, this is actually a pretty common one that I'm hearing even on like Nick's podcast, um, the Vile Files, they, or Ask Nick. A lot of people are, open to open relationships Mm. or not necessarily open relationships. There's very different ways of defining it. Some people want just purely um, like sexual 
mm. like experiences outside of the relationship, but don't want an emotional experience outside of the relationship. And some people are vice versa where they want the emotional experience with outside. the person outside, but don't necessarily need the sex. Interesting. But they don't want to lose their partner. Yeah. Yeah. I think the boundaries and the uh, like standards for relationships or traditional style relationships are changing. There's a guy that I follow. I think his name's Aubrey Marcus, I believe. Um, he started a, like a nutrition supplement company and, and uh, he's another one of these guys like similar to like Lewis Howes and some of the others. Um, but he, he lives or lived like an alternative lifestyle in that regard. Like, and he shared a lot about his open relationship with the, the chick he was with for a long time. Um, the woman he was with for a long time and uh, they eventually separated and went different ways. And he's, he's not remarried and in a monogamous relationship again. But I just think it's interesting. You have people with a, you know, significant following. I think he had a few hundred thousand or more and just sharing with people like what the deal was. Yeah. But that's the whole point is that like these conversations are probably, they're not as normal as we'd like them to be, but they're the situations are probably more normal then we even know because people don't talk about it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you would be surprised. You can listen to any of these shows that I referred to. And oftentimes you'll get a caller who's saying like, my partner is interested in, you know, being with someone outside of us, but doesn't want to lose my relationship or we're in an open relationship and we have been for years and this is how it works. Like, you know, it's, it's wild to hear these people talk about it. So matter of fact, with no judgment, no jealousy, there's just such clear, clear communication that mm -hmm. they're able to do what they do. And there isn't, I mean, it sounds as though there's not many issues. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think, it, yeah, to me, it just, I keep hearing communication. I think that's what it comes down to. Cause if you can just straight up say like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling this is what I want, this is what I need, then it really turns it over to your partner to to hear and digest and then react in whichever way is going to be best for them or most comfortable for them. But as long as you both know and everything's on the table and someone understands and maybe says, like, you know, that's okay with me, mm -hmm. then I can see how it, it, it actually works for people. Yeah. It's crazy. wild, right? Yeah. No, I know. All right, everyone, sit tight, and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens, the most comprehensive daily nutritional beverage we have ever tried. Guys, with life being so crazy, busy schedules, poor sleep, uh, lack of exercise, you need something to maintain effective nutritional habits and give your body the nutrients it needs to thrive. And this is where Athletic Greens can help. It's a life-changing nutritional habit. Their daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essential. It is by far the easiest and most delicious nutritional habit that you can add to your daily routine today and empower towards better habits in the future. They simplify the logistics of getting optimal nutrition on a daily basis by giving you one thing with all the best things. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I actually, I love how it tastes. I love how I feel when I'm on it. I love that it's not only like the normal vitamins you can find in a lot of things, but it's also for gut health, immunity, energy, everything. I love athletic greens and listen to this one 
tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills. Ah. You said it. That's I, think a I, I think I said it all. You there. said it all. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. We, we take athletic greens. We love athletic greens. Um, you can take it in water, which is sometimes what we'll do on the fly. I actually just had it in a smoothie for the first time. It's simple. It makes me feel good. It, it's something I do for myself. It makes me feel like I can handle the day and whatever the day holds. Um, gives me that energy. It helps with my digestion. It helps with my brain function, you guys. I swear my brain has not been like it's just not as sharp these days with the kids and I need something to to help me like hone in on what's important so I can actually get through the day and um, we're just really truthfully just real deal fans here and we've turned a lot of friends and family onto this and that's why we want you guys to give it a try it really will change your lifestyle Um, and the best part is is like we mentioned before, it's got all that great stuff in it. It's also keto and it's vegan and it's dairy free. It's gluten free. Less than one gram of sugar. Less than, and that sugar actually comes from the natural deriving ingredients in it. They don't add any additional sugar. Love that. Yeah. Um, so it's all just the real deal stuff, and um, we're big fans. So right now, you guys, Athletic Greens has got you for um, a year round immune support by offering our audience, a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs of the Ultimate Daily with your purchase when you visit um, athleticgreens.com slash adulting. So you can join the health experts, the athletes, health-conscious go-getters, us us around the world that are trying to make this commitment every day to live a healthier lifestyle. All you have to do is uh, visit athleticgreens.com slash adulting to get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. You guys might not know a lot about vitamin D, but I will say you absolutely need it to have just a better day. Mm-hmm. I, I take all, it every day. We're all pretty deficient in vitamin D and it helps with mood. It helps with sleep. It helps with your immune system. So um, just go to athleticgreens.com slash adulting and they'll hook you up with a free year supply of vitamin D. Plus you'll get five free travel packs of the ultimate daily. Boom. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. It's all educational and I love hearing people. I love talk, I love hearing about relationships because A, I'm in one and B, I think that's just what a lot of your life is about, you know, having relationships and that's what makes it interesting. Um, so I just thought I would ask you, like, what are your thoughts around that? Like, could you even see yourself? Because I feel like we're all taught, you know about being with one person forever. And we always talk about how we're not married because we don't want to put forever on the table. It makes us nervous. But could you see yourself being with just me forever? Or would you want to... (laughs) I think, why don't you answer those questions first? Okay, I'll answer. Um, So while you're gone... clears throat yeah while you were gone (laughs) i just kept coming back to wanting what i fantasize about in my head wanting this relationship where there's like this undeniable chemistry and this feeling that just makes anything that's hard or challenging just 
I mean, in so many words, like worth it. Like you come back to one another and, and there's just this bond. And, and so I just was like, damn, like maybe, maybe marriage is for me, you know, and maybe, maybe we tiptoe around it because we're scared of the idea of this long commitment and that, you know, it might put these pressures, but maybe that's what we need to feel like, I don't know. It's just you and I. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I think it's, um, do you have have more? No. Well, to answer your question, just black and white, like, I don't think I could handle anything outside of you. I don't think I can handle. It's enough to handle here. Huh? Well, no, there's, okay. <laughs> that's not really what I hey. meant. No, that's not what I meant. I'll take that back. No, it's, it, I could probably handle it, but mentally and emotionally, I don't think that that's from my makeup. Yeah. I think that would do you in. And I, and I, I understand that you could probably communicate your way through it, but I don't even know if that's what I would ever want sure you know so it may not be for me and i I, again like zero judgment i think whatever makes your relationship work and whatever makes you tick as long as your needs are being met and you both are on the same page like that's amazing yeah so i just thought i've never asked you so i just thought and again zero judgment podcast is the perfect place to ask me for the first time (laughs) don't you love (laughs) how i spring this stuff on you no i don't um okay so i said you want me to answer the question i think at this point in life especially with kids in the mix it's a no. Um, I think about like actually getting married as well on and off. And, um, I think that the truth of it is, is that like some days I'm gung ho about the idea and then some days I'm not, you know, and it could take like literally having a fight where it's like the same fight that we've maybe had a bunch of times in the past. And it just, you know, that can make me feel like, damn, like this one thing or these things like aren't changing And then I question if they'll ever change to the point where I'd like them to be. And like, that's discouraging for me, you know? So it can take, it can take me off the tracks of like, yeah, I think getting married, um, sounds right for a bunch of reasons, you know, it's just this cycle, but I guess, I guess maybe that's just what it is because there's not a married couple that I know that's, that's perfect and has everything worked out. You know what I mean? I think they just took the plunge earlier before thinking they about had it been too together hard. for 10 years and like knew the ins and outs of how each other operates and what they liked and what they disliked about the relationship, you know? And so then you get married and, and then you're figuring it out then. But I think, uh, around that is this commitment to figure it out together, you know? And so I think I've, I've always questioned that dynamic and the way that works and thought like maybe the opposite holds true or is better. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you spend a bunch of time together and figure each other out and at least know that like neither of you are ever going to be perfect, but the relationship is more important than either of you as an individual. And you're always like heading down the path of like, how do we make this the best it can be for, for each other? You know what I mean? And then once you've like, once you feel like you're on that path, then you can commit if like, that's what you want to do, you know? But I think there's a bunch of things like swaying my mind back and forth. The kids for sure. Like I want them to know that there's security here. Cause we both grew up in families where that went away and it's 
although it's normal, it doesn't make it easy to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, then there's just the fact that like I'm getting older. I'm not old, but I'm getting older and it's like, you never get younger. (laughs) So what are you saying? Just that like, maybe, um, you can just say it. No, I am. I just try to, well, you think your looks are going away? I'm definitely getting some gray hairs. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, no, it's not, it's not really about looks. It's just, it's just, I don't even like the word settling, but settling down more, you know, like feeling more secure. Cause I think when you're younger, you feel like for a long time, there's this feeling of like life could go any direction. There's all these different possibilities, but as you get a little bit older and you start adding responsibilities, like it's not, it's not realistic for you to go in any direction, you know? And I think what you're saying is that like, you're too, you don't, you're not making the choices to do that because it's not something you even want. Yeah. Because there's a lot of unknowns in that way. No doubt. And it's, and it feels good at some point to kind of know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. With everything that comes with it. That's why I think they say like your thirties, you start to really understand yourself and it's a lot less BS. It's just more like, this is where I'm at and this is what I want and this is how I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I definitely have a focus right now in my life of, of improving the relationship with myself, which then I think translates into all the other ones that I have in my, in my outlook on life, you know, cause I haven't had the best relationship with myself. I have tons of negative self-talk like confidence issues here and there and, and, um, just worthiness, you know? And I think as I'm going through this journey to improve those things, then it makes me, it makes me look at everything else differently, including our relationship. And, and it's mostly about, uh, I know I'm just talking and talking and talking, but like acceptance. And if I can, if I can, I don't, I don't think like you can master it, but I think if I can do a better job with accepting myself and all things that come with myself, good and bad, and still loving myself through that, then in a weird way, it it makes me able to do that with you, with the kids, with everybody else around me, you know, does that make sense? Totally. All right. Mm, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) But if you turn at me and you say, uh, why don't you go outside one more time? Or... <laughs> it's off. Else? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the other thing about marriage is that like, <laughs> I said this, I said this to my aunt, um, not to get too into the weeds here and too off course, but I said this to my aunt over the weekend. She was talking to me about the relationship I have with my mom and, and in a lot of ways, like trying to improve on it. L or to v? Help Vivi. Mm. She was trying to, to help make improvements there. And I said to her, like, you can always, you can only be a certain way around someone if you love them enough to feel that comfortable. Mm. So although it might be hard to, to totally understand like a mother daughter relationship and why it may not be so like lovey lovey. And, um, there's a level of, like there's just history there. There's like this comfortability. There's this like, I guess, sort of weird mutual understanding where that like if you do something that may rub someone else the wrong way, it may look like that from the outside. But in reality, it's just because you know that person so damn well and you just want 
you just want more from that person. I feel like that's sometimes what happens with you and I, where we're so comfortable and we've been together for so long that like sometimes we say certain things because there's just this like history there and you know that the person's likely not going to go anywhere and that's probably what yeah, marriage is. Level of comfortability. <laughs> that's where I was trying but to I get don't back think, to I don't, somehow. I, yeah. I don't it's think like, marriage, I don't think the title of marriage gives you that. I think it's time and experience with somebody that gives you that. Sure. But the marriage piece is a lot more solidifying. Like, yeah, it is. It is a conscious choice from both people to say, like, I'm, I'm committing to this person in this relationship for what is supposed to be end of your time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, imagine if, again, no rush and who knows what's going to happen in the future. But like, imagine if we were married and we were going through this home buying experience as a married couple it's a little weird sometimes you it know? is it it's is. a little weird yeah we bought houses and cars like completely as two separate entities and we have to like work out arrangements between the two of us like that it's just it's okay and it and if i'm being honest it makes me feel like a, a an independent woman mm-hmm. <laughs> like that part's cool but like i don't need that ego anymore you know like yeah i get it I get it. What's ours is ours because we have a family and we have a future ahead of us. Yeah. I think I personally, I think that those are side notes. Like the process is a little different when you're doing it as two individuals, but trying to do it together just because the way that these processes are set up, it's like you're either this or that. And there's not a ton of gray area right. that people fully understand or our systems, Except, which understand. is kind of a bummer because there's so many people ex- for years. Yeah. No, that couldn't get married. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that's so unfair. And I don't even want to go down that track because it would really make me upset to think about them not being able to experience the same lifestyles. Right. But yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think, uh, these things with, with like buying things, like they're a little different. They're not, not doable. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like once you get past the finish line, then you, then you have the things or the service or whatever, and you experience them just like you would as a married couple. So it's, yeah, it's sometimes an inconvenience, but we're yeah, getting there. We're getting, getting there, there just like we're getting there with the house, guys. We're going to know. Uh, hopefully we'll have an answer this when you week. guys listen to this. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Tuesday. This week for sure. Um, from the, the main crossed. lender that we're trying to use. Um, but holy moly is this lending process a pain in the ass it really is it really is for everyone but it's especially hard when you're self-employed and they just look at you so differently yeah and they need so many things they need confirmation over confirmation over confirmation it's all about like they just don't want the risk and they look at anyone who doesn't have like this cliche you know career that has you know a certain amount of increase in in pay every year and it just seems more stable to them Mm -hmm. um and so anyways, we, we are holding our breath until this all comes to together. So but, wish um, us luck. Wish us luck. Let's take a quick break. I want to get to these emails because we always seem to over chat and then we have so many, we have so many emails. Okay. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. These questions are so good. I'm I'm into this. Okay, so Vanessa actually sent three. I'm I'm most interested in her first one. So if we have time, we can get to the others. But she says, "What is the moment you would go back or replay before your children were born?" Mm. One moment come to mind. No, but I'll think. You go. Okay. Um, I'd say like in those victorious years. Sometimes I I sit and daydream about the 
the days where I had no time to myself because I was so busy working and wishing that I had the life that I had now. Because that was often the case. I would be on set and I would be overworked and I would be fantasizing about the day when I could be home with my family. Just chilling. And now here I am home with my family fantasizing about the days when I was busy. That's the way it works. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the truth. Um, For me, before kids, that Mm -hmm. was the question, right? Yeah. Um, probably traveling in some, some regard. I feel like we did a bunch of that before the kids and, yep. and now it's like next to nothing, you know, no, but, but it, it'll improve. It. It'll improve. Not complaining here. Maybe like the Italy trip. Oh, Italy. that was pretty sick. Oh my God. The Italy trip deserves its own podcast. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Kate says, what are your thoughts on nanny cams or recording devices? Do you use them or would you? No doubt. No doubt what? No doubt. I'd use them. We do use them, but we use them in the kids' room to watch them sleep. So they, they get part of the rooms as well. From my perspective right now, like I'm not concerned whatsoever. Like I really trust our nanny. So I don't feel the need to like record in the rest of the house. Whatever. Obviously, the camera's there for the kids above their beds while they sleep and they, they get some of the room or most of the room. Um, I just don't – I yeah, I don't have a concern right now. I don't either, but I don't think that there's anything really wrong with them. Um we don't have our cameras in their rooms on Wi-Fi, so if we were gone, we don't have any insight as to how things are going. But yeah. again, it comes down to trust, and whatever helps you trust that person most, um, do that because that's going to make you more comfortable in their presence and and hiring someone to watch your kids. Yeah, hundred percent. And they're your kids, right? So whatever you need to feel most comfortable is probably most important. And um, I'll just share this real quick. We we had cams in the house like this is several years back we went away somewhere before kids and we had somebody come watch the dogs and they were like a <gasps> referral through uh family or friends yeah. and um they 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 freaking turn the cameras around and in they, the house which i understand i do understand but a lot maybe it's just that i would never do that no it was more than that babe. and then they were talking about like you and your background and lifestyle and like just private information. Yeah. And they were making comments that were inappropriate. Just rude. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, that was, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Not a good scenario. That yeah. one. Hey, so. but if you need the cameras, use the cameras. If your person's uncomfortable with them, maybe have a conversation with them and just let them know it's more for you than anything else. Um, and if you need them and then they, they can't deal with it, then maybe they're not the right person. Correct. Um, Yasmin says, I would love to ask Daniela a question since I feel like I can relate to her when it comes to how much she loves her kids. I just know your kids are going to grow up to become amazing and kind humans. However, being how the world is today, do you ever feel anxious or worried about how their life might be like later in year, later on in years? Um, if so, how do you cope with that fear? Almost, it almost gives me an anxiety attack thinking of how much the world has changed and how many people just don't want to take care of the place we live in. This is a great question because um, this is something that Andrew and I talked about even before having kids and how we wanted to be sure that we were going to do it mindfully because you're right. You don't have a lot of control over what's going on in the world. And, and what's interesting is I had asked one of the moms that I, in so many ways, like just look up to. I was her babysitter back when her kids were babies and now they're teenagers. And I asked her if she ever felt this way because she's just such a conscious, like amazing parent. 
she said, we felt the exact same way when we were looking to start our family. And she thought that her parents thought the same way when they were looking to have a family and that the feelings that we have may never change because ultimately when you become a parent, you have this feeling of this lack of control around like what could happen. And there's anxiety in that. Do not make fun of my foot on you. (laughs) So the truth is, is that like, it's all normal and I have anxiety still. I worry about them still. Um, One of the reasons why I think we feel really good about just having Gio and Ivory and maybe ending there is because there's just a lot to worry about and more human beings that you bring into the world means more human beings to care and nurture and, and help grow and hopefully set them up so that they can handle whatever the world has to, to, I don't know, give them. Yeah. I agree with all that. Yeah, totally. Um, Shazim says, are there different types of vegans? Maybe like hardcore and not hardcore. Yeah, I guess like maybe mentality wise. Okay, so there is actually, let me let me just put my spin on it. You can be an ethical vegan, someone who cares a lot about the environment and animals and do it for that reason. You could be a healthy vegan, someone who cares about their health and maybe has some like cholesterol issues or whatever. Um, th- that could be your motive. Or you could just be, I mean, is that it? I feel like yeah, there's ethical I, I, yeah, and then think, there's more health. Can you be a vegan if you eat vegan but you don't do the other things that like I got you. Hardcore vegans would do like no leather. Sure. So that would go into like the healthy vegan, right? You would only care really about your diet and not so, so just much about, about the, food. the lifestyle. Not about the other Okay. Yeah. That's right. that's how I would define it. All right. Sophia says would Andrew ever consider being a life coach? He is wise behind, beyond his years and I think it'd be a great avenue for him. Whoa. Um uh, yeah, for sure. I uh what I've learned about myself is I so I'll back step. One thing that makes that difficult is, is coming back to, I said this earlier in the show is just sometimes having a lack of confidence. It's just not like, just not believing in myself for whatever reasons. And these are things I'm dissecting and working on right now, but it's just this feeling of like, I'm not even in the place that I would like to be in my own life. So how does that qualify me to give somebody else advice? You know, but what I do enjoy is, is creating and like, and watering like very close, intimate relationships. So in that regard, like I like the idea of being a life coach because like you really get to dive deep with somebody and, and, and help them when you can, or just be in ear to, to listen for them or whatever. So that's a long way of saying, yeah, I would. You're a great listener. And that's sometimes what being a life coach it's about it was just like listening and and I don't know trying to help point people in the direction. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, ultimately, if I could do something that that you know helps provide for the family, but more so helps people, then I'm all about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We hit our emails, cool. majority of them. And um, Vanessa, thank you for sending the other ones. We'll probably get to those next time. But you guys always feel free to send us emails. Um, our email is adulting like a mother father at gmail.com. At gmail. 
um anyways feel free to check out our website there's uh no more merch unfortunately but our web our website has all of the recent episodes and um feel free to leave us a review on apple podcast we appreciate your support and we'll be back next week bye thanks for listening to adulting like a mother father new episodes drop every tuesday right here so make sure you tune in for all the goods